to those without a voice, to those who suffer in silence, to tears in the dark, to prayers at dawn. You are not alone. You are never alone. We all die a little on the inside every day. That day, I took a dozen more steps closer to the grave. I hated the world, hated all of you, hated your gnawing ignorance, your incessant posturing, hated you for who you are, what you stand for, hated every fiber of your being, your pathetic gods, your shallow hopes, your hollow dreams. If I could have, I would have choked the entire world to death with my bare hands and watched that last insipid gaze drain from its doe eyes until it gasped its last futile breath and collapsed. But for all the hate I held inside, I hated myself even more. I awoke in a sweat, another fucking nightmare. You'd think I would have gotten used to them by now. Somehow, I almost craved their depravity to deliver me somewhere, anywhere but here. I started that morning like every other morning, like each day before and since for over a year. I prayed. It was a futile gesture, but like most rituals, once you settle in, it's all just routine. Like masturbation without the happy ending and twice the shame, we close our eyes and hope against hope to chase away our demons to find that inner peace we all strive for. But it's all a lie. A goddamned lie. As a child, I was brought up in a God-fearing household. Sunday was church day for as long as I could remember, and I would sit in that pew and sing my hymns like a good little boy, all the while secretly hoping for the world to crash down, to give me something, anything, to make me a believer and not just another sycophant. But that day never came. My life had been a roiling stew of disappointment for so long I had forgotten what it was to just be myself. And God, God didn't give a shit one way or the other. It was all just masturbation. I had grown numb to the world, and I despised myself for it. All I wanted was to feel alive, to know that I was more than an empty sack of flesh and bone. I wanted more. I reached into my nightstand and peeled back a small splinter inside the wooden shelf, pulling out a well-kept razor blade from its hiding place. She gleamed her keen little smile, and in her reflection I saw the face of a goddess every day. She never judged me, never told me I wasn't good enough. She was my angel, my confessor, and though one day she would be my executioner, if I had only one life to give, I would graciously die in her merciful embrace. She need only say the word. That fucking psychiatrist my mother paid for thinks I'm bipolar or something. Ever since that day, I nearly broke some kid's neck that spit on me after school. I was barely twelve at the time, but I can still remember the gurgling sounds he made when I was choking the life out of him. He kind of sounded like a dying fish gagging on the pavement. He flopped and sputtered, his arms flailing like limp rags. For a vicious little shit that preyed on weaker kids to make himself feel better, this was a new sensation for him. He was helpless, and he was dying. To this day, I almost regret not killing him, and honestly, I can't say what it was that made me stop. No one even interfered. A small crowd of other kids gathered around us like a bunch of slack-jawed morons. They stared in horror, but they just stood there, shitting themselves, too impotent to do anything about what was happening right in front of their eyes. 